What's up, family? Thanks for stopping by. Today, I'd like us to think about how we can better understand the concept of a colorblind society and its impact on our daily lives. It's a concept I believe many of us have heard about, but have not taken the time to fully unpack its meaning and how it influences how we see each other and ourselves. Now, I'd like you to imagine opening a book only to find that it's filled with blank pages. It has a title and a cover, but without words, it lacks the stories, characters, and emotions that give it meaning. This is the connection I want you to draw when we talk about a colorblind society. On the surface, it might seem like a well-intentioned concept, a society where race is not a factor in how people are treated. But just like a book without words, a society without the recognition of racial diversity loses its depth. It overlooks the unique experiences, challenge, and contributions of each racial group, leading to a seemingly connected but fundamentally unequal society. This episode will unpack this paradox, exploring the complexities of a colorblind society and its implications on racial equality. I invite you to join me on this journey of understanding as we fill in the blank pages of this societal narrative. Have you ever stopped to think about where the idea of a colorblind society came from? It's a concept that's been around for quite a while and is deeply rooted in the history of the United States. In the aftermath of the civil rights movement in the 1960s, the notion of a colorblind society began to take shape. It was a vision of a world where race would no longer be a factor in how people were treated. Sounds ideal, doesn't it? But let's take a step back and look at this through a different lens. If the idea of a book without words didn't land for you, imagine you're at an art gallery. You're looking at a beautiful painting filled with a variety of colors. Now picture if all of those colors suddenly turned to a shade of gray. Would the painting still hold the same beauty, the same depth? This is what happens when we claim to be colorblind in terms of race. We strip away the richness of diversity and the unique experiences that come with each racial identity. So what happens when we adopt a colorblind approach to race? On the surface, it might seem like a positive step towards equality, but is it really? Consider this, you're playing a game of chess. You're told that all the pieces are the same and it doesn't matter which one you move. But anyone who's played chess knows that's not how the game works. Each piece has its own role, its own power. Treating them all the same will fundamentally change the game. Similarly, when we say we don't see color, we ignore the unique experiences and challenges faced by people of different races. So we're disregarding systemic racism and its impact on marginalized communities. The concept of colorblindness, while seemingly promoting equality, can have significant consequences for society. It's important to understand that the idea of colorblindness is not just about individuals' attitudes, but also has implications for the structures and systems within society. In an article titled, Toward a Field of Intersectionality Studies, Theory, Applications, and Praxis, by Sumi Cho, Kimberly Williams Crenshaw, and Leslie McCall, they discuss the concept of intersectionality, which is a framework for understanding how different aspects of a person's identity, such as race, gender, and class, interact with each other. This framework 
is particularly relevant when discussing the consequences of colorblindness. When we apply a colorblind approach to society, we ignore the intersectionality of people's identities. We fail to recognize how different aspects of a person's identity can interact to create unique experiences and challenges. For example, a person who is both a woman and a person of color may face unique challenges that are not experienced by people who are only women or only people of color. The authors argue that intersectionality is about understanding individual experiences and the broader social and institutional dynamics that shape these experiences. They suggest that intersectionality can be used to interrogate and intervene in the social plane, highlighting how different forms of power and privilege intersect and interact. In a colorblind society, these dynamics are often overlooked. By claiming not to see color, we fail to acknowledge and address the systemic discrimination and inequality affecting people of color. This can lead to a lack of understanding and empathy for the unique challenges faced by people of color and can prevent us from taking effective action to address these challenges. Let's bring this down to a personal level. Let's say you're a young professional starting your career. You're excited, ambitious, and ready to make your mark in the industry. But then you notice something. You're often the only person of your race in meetings. You're overlooked for promotions. You're treated differently from your colleagues. Now imagine someone telling you they don't see color. They believe in treating everyone the same. But does this colorblind approach acknowledge the challenges you face as a person of color? Does it address the systemic barriers that, that are holding you back? Colorblindness in its attempt to treat everyone equally can inadvertently dismiss the unique experiences and challenges of individuals from different racial backgrounds. This can have several implications. One, invisibility of racial issues. When we say we don't see color, we may unintentionally ignore the existing racial issues. This can make individuals affected by these issues feel unseen and unheard. Their experiences with racism or discrimination may be dismissed or invalidated. Number two, lack of representation. Colorblindness can lead to a lack of representation for people of color in various areas such as media, politics, education, and more. When we don't acknowledge race, we may fail to recognize the importance of having diverse voices and perspectives in these spaces. By not acknowledging race, we may fail to recognize and address systemic racism. Systemic racism refers to the systems and structures that have procedures or processes that disadvantage people of color. Colorblindness can act as a barrier to addressing these systemic issues because it dismisses the idea that race is even a factor in these situations. Understand that race can be an important part of a person's identity. By saying we don't see color, we may inadvertently dismiss a key part of a person's identity. This can make individuals feel like they need to suppress or hide their racial identity. Colorblindness can lead to inequality and opportunities. For example, in the workplace, colorblind policies may overlook the unique challenges faced by employees of color, leading to disparities in promotions, assignments, and other opportunities. You might be asking yourself, Dr. J, 
Well, if colorblindness isn't the answer, then what is? How can we create a society that truly values equality and diversity? Well, I believe the first step is acknowledging and understanding the unique experiences of different racial groups. It's about seeing color and the richness it brings to our society. It's about addressing systemic racism and creating a culture where everyone, regardless of race, has equal opportunities. Creating a truly equal society is a complex task that requires concerted efforts on multiple fronts. Here are some to think about as we work to create change. Number one, acknowledge and understand systemic racism. This means recognizing how our systems and institutions may be biased against certain racial groups and working to address these biases. Number two, promote diversity and inclusion. Promoting diversity and inclusion in all areas of society is essential from our schools and workplaces to our government and media. This includes ensuring that people of all races have equal opportunities and that their voices are heard and their experiences are valued. Number three, educating ourselves about race and racism. This involves teaching people about the history of race and racism and helping them understand the experiences and perspectives of people from different racial backgrounds. It also involves teaching people to recognize and challenge their own biases. Number four, promote racial healing and reconciliation. This involves acknowledging past injustices, working to repair the harm caused by racism, and building relationships of trust and mutual respect between different racial groups. In essence, a colorblind society like a book without words lacks true depth and nuance. It overlooks the unique experiences of each racial group, creating a seemingly connected but fundamentally unequal society. We've explored its origins, societal implications, and real-world impact. I know these conversations and unpacking the uncomfortable truth about our society can be hard. However, there's hope. By acknowledging racial experiences, promoting diversity, educating ourselves about race, and promoting racial healing, we can create a truly equal and equitable society. As we continue this journey, let's fill our societal narrative together, celebrating our diversity, putting words in the books of our culture on each page because words have meaning and power, just as each human does. Thank you for rocking with me today. I appreciate you. Talk to you soon. Much love, Dr. J.